Welcome everybody to Breaking the Rules. We have another bonus edition here. We're going to do a recap of House of Villains. And I have my BFFFF Michelle here with me. And I am so Hi. happy to have her co-hosting. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited about this. It's like, what I say before? when two worlds collide oh yeah it's a crossover man that's the crossover of the century so i love it you guys may not know this but um, michelle and i've been friends since high school uh she is a huge johnny bananas fan and i'm a huge vpr fan and of course a lover of all things stupid that Jax taylor says (laughs) so there's a lot of that (laughs) So that Seriously. combination and me being, uh, doing the, the Breaking the Rules podcast, I kind of got her to watch Vanderpump Rules for the first time. So she actually knows who Jax is and a little bit about him. So that helps too. But the two of them on a show, we just could not go without recapping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Do you remember when I started watching Vanderpump and one of the first, I'm sorry, I'm all nasally because my, I haven't been feeling good this week and I have a cough drop in my mouth. I try not to die on this, but do you remember the first, like the first episode I watched of BPR yep. and I sent you a text and I was like, Jax is so hot. <laughs> yep. Do you remember I said something like rewind? <laughs> then he opened his mouth and that's how you don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> yeah, I told you I was like, yeah, no, you're you're going to regret that statement. Like that statement. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Oh, okay. So, jumping into House of Villains episode 1, um we're going to go ahead and introduce the cast. I know some of you guys are uh, like avid VPR followers or Bravo followers. So I'm going to break down some of the cast members that are coming on. And I'm sure Michelle has some, some thoughts as well, but I didn't know a lot of them. So I had to rely on my fellow creators who created some really great montages of some villainous, crazy moments from some of these folks. So the first one that arrives is Johnny Fairplay. Did you know him? Well, so I honestly think that I watched his. He's Survivor, right? Yeah, I'm thinking right. Yeah. He's the guy with the dead grandma. Okay, the dead grandma. That's what I wrote down too. <laughs> I um, I feel like I might have watched his season of Survivor, which was probably the only one that I watched. If not, I remember when all that stuff happened, but I don't know him well enough to be like, I don't know. He actually gives me like creepy He is pretty creepy looking. I'm going to, I'm going to give him that. Like, and he almost reminds me of who was the, um, oh man, Nick thought he was from an, like an old band and I forget who the guy was that he thought he was. And I was like, yeah, I don't think that's who that is. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about though. Yeah. But I can't, it's not coming to my, like, the dead grandma that he used that in gameplay Mm -hmm. was, was pretty epic. So I'll give him some kudos for, you know, breaking up the the grandma to, to get some sympathy votes. 
when yeah. he arrives in there, though, that house and Jack's talked about it on his podcast. It's super dated. Like I felt like it was like an eighties mansion. Did you think so? I thought that house was sick, man. Oh, like I, I guess super in comparison dated. to some of the challenge houses, I thought it was super cool, but we probably only are the challenge houses bad. Cause I saw bananas make a comment. Like mm. they were like, they were like, is this the, like the houses you're usually in? And he was like, yes, yeah, sort of. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like big like that with like multiple people to a room. They're decorated kind of to fit the theme of the show. Cause there's a theme every season. Um, I don't know. And then they, they just have like everything. I thought it, I thought the house looked kind of cool, but I'm really not that cool. So <laughs> maybe that's I'm why. pretty up on LA real estate too, though. I watch like seven different LA real estate shows. So I know that yeah, not me. everything in that it's apparently in the desert. It's a house that a lot of reality TV or a lot of shows are filmed in. So I'm sure we've seen it on other shows. It's just been decorated different or something. D- done different. Yeah, yeah. I think they do that a lot. So makes sense. I had to laugh at Johnny Fairplay because he said because he was the first one that arrived, he mm. said it was the greatest love letter from reality TV. The dude is so <laughs> stupid. You're so stupid. I know. He said save the best for first. Yeah. That's what he said. That's that not how it goes, That doesn't makes sense. That's, that's a Jacksonism for last, but hey, yeah, it is. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. <laughs> so next to arrive we'll in the see house, how it goes. Yeah, exactly. Next to arrive in the house was New York. Um, she was on I I love New York. Mm. Tiffany yeah. is her real name. I know our our other friend Karina really likes her, and Ashlyn likes her too. Um, really? Yeah, I don't know much about her, but the scenes that they've shown, she's pretty self-centered. She is, and I don't know anything about her either, but I actually really liked her for a couple reasons, and we'll probably get into the scenes later, but and I'll point those out, but um, she does seem very full of herself. But I think she's also, like, just kind of real. I don't know. Yeah. Sort of liked her. Yeah, she de- she definitely gave uh, some some real vibes and seemed like somebody I could definitely get along with, for sure. Yeah. The next arrival is your man. My boy, <laughs> Johnny Bananas. He um, gets out of the limo zipping up his pants, which cracked me up. I'm almost positive he staged that. He That's just the way he is. And whether he staged it or not, who knows, but he's he he is going to do witty crazy stupid things like that as long as he's on this show this is what he does yeah they said he had done 21 seasons of the challenge that doesn't even sound fun michelle he actually yeah so 21 seasons obviously that's correct because he said it i had to think for a minute um he's he's done that he also he came off the real world Okay. into the challenge um back in the day when the challenge started it was the real i can never say this real world road rules challenge <laughs> so they took did you ever watch no. Road rules no do you know what i'm talking about though yeah i do i do saw you know i saw previews okay. for it all the time so yeah yeah so they took 
people from that show and people from the real world. I can't do it. And, and made, that's how the challenge like, uh, like started. Okay. And he was on real world Key West and, uh, then moved in and started playing on the challenges. So he's probably, he's done. Yeah. He said 21 seasons. He's got a lot of other stuff going on too outside of it. But, um, he did how take them to season one. Oh man. Super fan trivia. And I'm going to mess this up. Probably. I believe he's at seven. Dang, I want to say really? seven. I could be wrong. He may not have won seven challenges, but he's been to at least seven finals and I feel like an idiot because I should know this. No, um, no, you're good. I, sh- I shouldn't put you on the spot like that for fandom. No, you're good. <laughs> Cause I do, I, I do know quite a lot about him. Probably more than I, really I know should. you do. I know because um, I know you like met him a couple of times as well. Like, I did. I met yeah. him. Yeah. Back in 2006 when I was getting ready to go to Peru, which is actually about the same time he may have been either going to or coming back from his first challenge, to be honest with you. It was at an airport. And he did Key West and his first season of the challenge were like 2006-ish. I'm pretty sure they were both in 2006. So he may have been coming or going, but he was a super nice guy. Super, Sweet. super nice. I could talk about him all day, so we could, we probably should just move <laughs> <move> on. <laughs> so the next person to arrive was Corinne from The Bachelor. and. I don't know her, but the scene that they showed was her kissing Nick Vial. So she was on the same season that Nick was The Bachelor. I'm super familiar with him. I listen to his podcast every single week. I'm a faithful follower of his. Um, He's a reformed bad boy. He's a reformed bad boy, and he is on Special Forces right now with Tom Sandoval. So I'm really getting this. I need to catch that. It's so good, Michelle. So good. Is it? I need to yes. check that out. I feel like that would be up my alley a little it bit. It would definitely be up your alley. Nick really enjoys it, so it would definitely be up your alley. <laughs> I'll put that on the list. So do we like her? Like, is she? Did they no. get? No. No, I do not get good vibes from her at all. I feel like she wants to do nothing and wants her looks to make people do things for her to make it to the finals and then be able to just. Okay rip the rug out from underneath someone at least that's the vibe i get okay do you get that vibe based off what you've seen with on the bachelor or just off of this first episode scenes from the bachelor confessionals that i've seen as well as social media as well yeah like kind of like a combination yeah Yeah. i think so i I am i guess i come in biased too innocent (laughs) well yeah that's that's okay i mean i'm biased for the banana man but (laughs) um i think she her crying in the beginning she's gonna have a hard time hey omarosa said it if you're the first to cry you're the first to fucking fry first to fry (laughs) yeah we'll see um bobby lights is the next one to arrive and omg he's from love and hip-hop he may be my favorite character on here i I'm so glad you said I freaking love him. He's like a whole vibe. I want to hang out with him and like just I don't know. 
Jack he's said hilarious. His, I love him. Jack said on his podcast that he was literally the best person to be around. He was like, he is, can make you smile in the worst moments. Like he is the funniest person I've ever met. So I love that. I feel that. like I get that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm envious. I want to hang out with you, Bobby Lights. Just so you know, we Same. would love to have you on the podcast. Yes. Um, so the next person to arrive is Shake. And I know that you're not a Love is Blind fan. I'm a huge Love is Blind <laughs> fan. Um, as a matter of fact, it's T-minus 29 minutes until the reunion airs. <laughs> so I will be marching my butt downstairs for a Sunday evening. Um, <laughs> but he was on season one. And okay. I just, he was horrible. And not only that, Michelle, but he got on the live with a friend of mine, Christina, <laughs> digital creator on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And he got on a live with her right after the premiere of House of Villains. And she called him a misogynist. <laughs> and he was like, He's on the screen and he goes, you just, and she, like, she wasn't going to repeat it. And uh-huh. she definitely repeated it several times. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, he, he hung on. Like I was impressed because he hung on through that. But the moment she said Jax's name, he was like, okay, I got to go. I was like, somebody got to cease and desist. Yeah. Holy cow. I don't, I think he's boring. He's just like, he was like such a misogynist and was on love is blind and was trying to read who was heavier or who was a full figured woman on the other side. Yeah. I saw those clips. That's terrible. Like, I can't believe they even like brought him back onto a a show to be honest. I guess it's because it's a villain show. (coughs) I guess. I think he's boring and I hope he goes soon. So the next person is Tanisha and she's from Bad Girls Club. Um, she actually may have been my second favorite character that I met out of the one. I, I like her know. a lot too. Yeah. Like, yeah. um, she was super fun, outgoing, and I just loved in her confessional. She was like, Oh, I'm leaving with something. <laughs> and yeah. I, was, I was just laughing like, what exactly does she mean beyond the money? I'm so curious. What, right. Like, that's what, <laughs> what I else ask. is there to leave with? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like um, her a lot. She's, like, sassy, but fun sassy. Yes. And I like the clip that they showed of her um, from the Bad Girls Club where she's, like, beating the pans together. Yes. I guess they were keeping her up. And she was that screaming. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know that's something on my ass would do, totally would do. Yes. Yeah, I probably would, too. Uh, Jax was the next person to arrive. <laughs> and it made me laugh because Corinne immediately looked over at, <coughs> I think it was Tanisha, and was like, yes. we can't trust him. You can't trust him. And I'll tell you about it later. He didn't even catch it or hear it or knew it happened. He still didn't even know it happened, even after the first episode aired and he got on watch what happens live and andy asked him about it and he was like oh did she say that and andy was like did you did you watch the show (laughs) 
She said it twice, I think. She did. She said like, it to she two different people. She it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's just, I kind of love him because. You love to hate him. so stupid. Yeah. Like, and I don't know. I mean, I do know the douchey things that he has done, some of them, but um, I don't know. He just, he's funny to me, but I feel like he's out of his element here. I don't he know. Is. I don't he think he's very much out of his enough. element. And I'll be honest, I know him, I feel like I know him extremely well. I'm a very good judge of character, and I've been watching him for a very long time, and I study stuff now, doing scenes and digital creation, mm-hmm. but he's not bright enough to be a threat, okay? <laughs> right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he might have changed, and he's a good guy now, but dude is, like, dumb. Just <laughs> he's dumb. great TV, and I love him, and yeah, I love yeah, to hate sure. all of the bad shit that he does, but he's not bright enough. To, like, it takes extreme mental, uh, and I don't even know what, mental strategery. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what he needs. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> you know, um, the next girl that came in was, and I think you say this, Antisa? No, I think it's Anfisa. Antisa. Okay, I don't know. I don't know. I um, hope you know how to say Omarosa, because. Well, Omarosa, I know because I watched <laughs> The Apprentice. So, uh, I know really well. On there, she's like, it's. Omarosa. Yeah, it's not Omarosa because people want to say yeah. Omarosa. Yeah. So this chick's also, from 90 Day Fiance, and I will say that I've, I've watched a lot of 90 Day Fiance. Nick and I are in a dark hole of 90 Day Fiance. I'm just going to tell you, we're, we have three different seasons <laughs> ongoing right now. Like, we're deep oh in the depths of 90 Day. <laughs> Excuse me. We went looking for Big Titty Angie, and we just got caught up, okay? That's what happened. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. It, it's all because of Jax. Jax and Jason Caperna from the new spinoff for <coughs> APR. Excuse me. But Jax said that on his podcast that this chick stayed in her room the entire time. Like, the entire project, the entire table. Really? Yes, she was in her room the entire time. Interesting. I wonder I if it's because, like, if if it's like a culture thing or something. I don't know. She, I don't like her. She just seems lazy. Like that seems like the the lazy route to me. Yeah. <clears throat> she said that it was because um, that was a strategy for her. But I'm not mm-hmm. sure that that's a strategy, or if it's she wanted some work and now doesn't want to do anything when she gets there yeah yeah well it probably won't get her a call back to anything if if she's just chilling right i don't know that seems stupid omarosa is the the last one to arrive and i'm gonna say she is reality villain tv gold i watched her when i was a a very young tot grasshopper she mm-hmm. was amazing. Like, Jack's not kidding. He's like, I watched her when I was in high school. Me too, Jacks. We're the same age. <laughs> like, yeah. she was so freaking good, and she's always that good. She is scary, and scary for a reason. Business makes you be that yeah. way. But Jax did say that she's in law school right now, and she studied 24-7. If they weren't doing challenges or hanging out and getting to know one another, 
she was in her room studying for law school. I can believe that. I feel like I watched her on The Apprentice. Uh, oh, I can't speak Apprentice also, and um, she seems very driven. Even twenty some whatever years later, she seems very driven and like all about the business. Yeah. So. Uh, Corinne, oh, no, she made me mad. <laughs> yeah, Corinne immediately comes downstairs, and everybody starts coming down one by one. To kind of meet her, which, yeah. I mean, they're kind of making it, like, let me let me come and, and meet you at your throne. So, they're right. making it a big deal. <laughs> I would have been like, what's up, Omarosa? I mean, if I'm at your level, I'm not going to treat you as if I'm, like, fandom out. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, they, like, in a show like this, you shouldn't be, like, fandom, really. Because you're now competitors competing against each other. Yep. On the same level. And you're going to have to build alliances, which means some people are not going to like other people based on alliances. Yeah. Uh, Corinne, yeah. Corinne definitely comes down and comes over. She introduces herself and Omarosa. She asks what Omarosa's name is. And Omarosa says, Google, it will help you. Yes. I I lost a lot of respect for her in that moment, actually. <laughs> so I got to say, let me ask you something. How often does somebody introduce themselves to you and say, what's your name? Because I don't get that a lot. I feel like people let me say my name. Or if you're all coming to the house, do you think they didn't give you a, well, no, they didn't give them a list of who's going to be there. So they didn't know who was going to be there. But I guess yeah. after everybody in the house, well, she knew it. Mm-hmm was talking about her arrival. Did she ask her her name? She did. I don't remember. She did? She did. She I said, don't think I've ever been introduced to, like, I don't think anybody's ever introduced themselves to me like that or that I have. Been like, hey, how, like, I'm so-and-so, what's your name? Well, right? I don't know. I mean, it's not, it's not that uncommon, but I will say that it, that kind of caught me off guard. I was like, so you just be like asking people's names. Like, here's the thing. You're all in this room together. I just, I thought maybe Omarosa took that as a dig. Uh, I didn't think about that. You could be right. Cause I automatically was like, Omarosa, like that was kind of bitchy and uncalled for. Like, and then I thought about it more. I'm like, she gives off like, woman empowerment vibes and like stuff See, like that that's so why would you do that to somebody that Anfisa comes down though and she did not say what's your name she just said hi um it's nice to meet you and she was like oh you are beautiful it is so nice to meet you like it was a totally different interaction so I felt like it was the entry it was the way she Maybe, approached yeah. her I didn't think about that because I for a, like through that part and some of the other I was like why is she such a bitch why, why is it just was no, why was it just on I mean, her you know what I mean because I actually watched the beginning twice because the first time my tv and internet and all that stuff was all messed up so I had to wait until the next day and instead of like trying to get to where I was left off I just watched the whole thing over again and I paid attention that she wasn't like that to anybody else and I wondered why but I didn't catch that maybe she maybe Omarosa took it as a dig to her that's possible yeah. 
That would make sense. <coughs> so I can recall. say, no, you're good. I can say that she ran her mouth all the way into the kitchen and ran her mouth and then ran away crying. Either yeah. you're going to be one way or you're going to be the other. You can't be like screaming yeah. bitch at somebody and then running away. I don't know. I might have done the same thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it's too early for that. She she messed up doing that. She should have just been. She should have just been like, actually, I don't really give a fuck what your name is. Bye. And just right. walked away. That exactly <laughs> what I said. I said I would have been like, okay, then I definitely won't yeah. want to know your name from here on out. Like, yeah. But you don't let it get to you in that way. I can say Jack said that was one of 50 million times that she cried. Just so you know. Oh, God. So. I hate that. (laughs) I know. Eva, which is the evil voice audio. I'm going to drop some some craziness on you right here. Jack said Mm -hmm. on his podcast that Eva was actually Anna Delphi. Who's the crazy, that? the crazy chick that conned people, the Netflix story. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm about to Google right now. You're <laughs> listen. To, I don't. I do so Anna Delphi is a it's crazy, kind of terrible. She's crazy. Uh, conned people. She went to prison for for conning banks out of hundreds of thousands of dollars in New York. Like you have to watch uh, that documentary. If you didn't, I think I, think I, I turned it on it for you on guys Netflix, at the beach. I never watched it. Oh, and I fell asleep, didn't I? Yep. Yep. So definitely okay. check it out because she was actually the voice and he can't figure out why they converted her voice to British accent and won't let us know it's her. <laughs> okay. But Jack's not being able to figure out something like it's probably actually a super simple thing. Well, I just think it's probably something very legal because it's not just (coughs) like they like thought it was her. They introduced her like they were like Anna Delphi is Eva, the evil voice audio that you're going to be over the intercom this whole time you're here. And then like they didn't make it a deal in the show, which is kind of weird. Because she's a big name. Everybody knows her, even though you don't, Michelle. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it's kind of coming to me now, but I didn't, I didn't like watch the show. So you're saying that they told the cast that this was the person that was voicing. Oh yeah. Like Eva? she, they like, they introduced okay. her to them and like, you know, like she wasn't there because she's still on house arrest from being released from prison. <laughs> yeah. But this is what I'm talking about. Like, that's some tea because they did not know, like, why it changed to a British accent and they're not letting the the show reveal that that's who it is. Okay. It's weird. Interesting. I got to look um, this stuff up. Do you know the host, Joe McHale? Because I freaking love him. Nick and I love him. So I used to watch that soup show. Yeah, years ago. I not really like watch it, but it would be like on. So I know him from that. I don't know him from anything else, but I do like him as a host in this. Yeah, he's super funny. I had to laugh because when he arrives, 
<laughs> Bobby Light yelling out Carson Daly. Carson Daly. <laughs> oh my it god, was that was crazy. The oh, best no thing thinks that. <laughs> Jax then threw out some shade at Nick Lachey. I'm just glad it's not Nick Lachey. Are you like what where did that shade come from? Apparently Nick Lachey took yeah, his did, girlfriend. Is there a background to that? I don't know. Oh, I geez. do not know any background there. Huh. I wondered about that. I was like, I wonder if there's some background to that. Ninety eight uh, degrees, that's didn't what it he is. host something? But he hosted something, didn't he? Nick Lachey? He hosts Love is about, Blind. Is he... he actually hosts Love is Blind, him and uh Vanessa. Okay. That's his wife now, right? It is, yeah. This is the guy that was married to Jessica Simpson. Just yes. I just want to make sure I'm tracking here. Right. Yep. Okay. See I'm I'm terrible. I will say that my all time favorite reality T V host ever in the world is T J Ladman, but this John, he did a good job. We'll we'll keep him, I guess. <laughs> so they only took like fifty million takes, and Jack I thought it was said, funny they showed that it was that was real. It was real, like I love it. It was that bad, and he said they were <laughs> so tired that they stood out there for so long. The um, they finally kind of just bring him out front and do it later in the evening. Um. They announced what they're going to call the person is the supervillain. The supervillain. Yep. The, Scary. I can tell you that they go hit that. He tells them, you know, go get ready for your first challenge. So they go get ready. The first challenge is balls out. And Jack spilled the beans that they actually arrived at that place. And it, he said it was cold that evening. So when I rewatched it, it after like hearing it. that, you could see him like shivering. But he said yeah. they arrived at six something in the evening and they didn't get done until one o'clock in the morning. And Brittany was like, how Jeez. long did the game take? And he was like, 10 minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he said they sat in vans for like five hours. I can believe it. That's weird, though. I wonder why. Did he say why? He did not. Um, like, was I it guess set just, up like, when they setting got there everything no? up. Yeah, that's what I would say. You'd think they'd have it set up before they got there. I feel like reality TV is just arrive and wait. From what I hear from, from BTS a lot, it's uh, a lot of hurry up and wait. Like, you get there and you mm. have to sit in the car before you can, like, open the door and do your arrival scene. Yeah, they got to, like make sure they record the entrances right and like all that craziness too so the winner of the balls out challenge they get Mm -hmm. to pick two alliance members so they get to pick two people to do whatever fun stuff or great stuff is given to the winner and then they also put three people up for elimination now, those three people then complete a challenge, and whoever wins the challenge is safe from elimination, and then the other two are up for a vote. Okay. I wasn't following that real well. So the people that win are up for a vote. Okay, so the winner. The winner safe. is safe, yes. Okay. okay. And then the la- the other two from that three are up for a vote. Are voted. Yep. Okay. So I kind of foresee hmm. that it's going to be um, 
it's going to be an easy guess for us on on who's going to be in the bottom when we get to the end of this. Um, yeah. <laughs> the idea is to knock other people's balls out, but keep your ball in. Um, yeah. I thought it was dumb that after your ball's <sighs> out, you got to come back in and, and help other people, like, get other people's balls out. I didn't like that. Yeah, so I wasn't really a fan of this challenge or what what are they calling it? A battle royale? Yeah. I wasn't a fan of it. And maybe it's because I watched many, many, many years of the challenge. I feel like they should have had to have, they, there should have been a way, like they have to participate. Like Omarosa just standing there. Part of the time you see all of them lined up just standing there in front of their balls. I wish there yeah. was some way that they were like required to participate. Like I think that maybe well, teaming I mean, them up in pairs. Honestly, someone sh- could have challenged her and went and just started hitting. I mean, there's no way that ball is too huge for you to keep somebody from hitting it and bouncing it over your head yeah. toward the crowd. So to me, it was about fear. They were fearful of even approaching her because they were fearful that she would put them up for elimination regardless because of that. So yeah. Her reputation for I mean, Jax her. did try. He did. Like, like, Jax did try. Bless his little heart. <laughs> he did try. But, Jax and then, was like, ridiculous. bananas. Yeah. <laughs> but I liked it, though, because he was actually participating. Like, he was actually going, he was trying to play the game. And I, I don't know, I like that better than just, like, you know, trying to find an easy way out of it. Well, what made me like laugh. Like, you're supposed to stir up shit. Well, too, what made me laugh is that Bananas was like, you do not, they were leaving to go to the challenge. She's like, you do not win the first challenge. Like, that. that's not what you do. You, He's right. You don't. But then he ends up being in the bottom, t- in the top two at the end of the challenge. And literally, I, w- I would never shake hands with her, first of all. That was yeah. not smart. Um, I know why he did it. He did it because he didn't want to win. But why he did he even get win, himself yeah. to the bottom, t- like to the top two? Because <laughs> you want to be, you want to be high enough up. This is his strategy in every challenge at this point. Not in, so much in the earlier days, but you want to be high enough at the top so that people like recognize that you're a threat, but not to where you're having to put targets on your back by making decisions on who's going home. Yeah. So like you gotta, you gotta establish, I guess, some kind of like dominance or something. I don't know. But I could see why he does. He, that's what he does in every challenge. He did, he never wants to be the first one, but he wants to be close to the top so people know that, like, he is there to play. I think this I, – I feel like this game, he has an advantage in this show. He does. He does. And, I mean, I'm here for it, but <laughs> – Yeah, he does, but he but, has an advantage to a point of they are scared of him, too, right out the gate. Yeah. Um, I do think hands down, probably my, uh, top three to win this would be him, Omarosa, and I don't know. I think I'm going to say, I think I'm going to say Bobby Light. You think so? I'm torn on a third person. Because I, I guess just because I haven't 
seen quite yet. Like, I feel like he's so fun. They want him around. Probably. I could see that. I would want him to be there till the end for sure. Yeah. yeah. He's a good one to and have I would beside be, you till the end. Yeah. And I would be happy if he won at this point. I mean, I don't think it'll change too much by the end of the season. And like, as far as my opinion on him goes, just cause I, I just think he's fun. I feel like even when he's like pissed off at something or mad, he's still going to be fun about it. Yeah. So I don't know. I would like to see, of course, bananas win, but I feel like him and Omarosa and yeah, probably Bobby have a pretty good shot over the rest of them. Um, so they head back to the house, um, go to sleep. Usually they got devices back, but they only got them back some nights and they got them from like, for like 20 minutes at like one o'clock in the morning. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that Um, on like Jax's podcast or? Yep. Yeah. I didn't know they got anything back. That's, that's cool. You'll probably hear some spills on Bananas podcast too if he has one. He did. He had one with Johnny Fairplay today, but I probably listened to the first ten minutes of if that, um, and there wasn't a whole lot of tea other than that they both knew, had met each other and knew each other were coming to the show before getting to the show. So they kind of had like a sort of an unspoken alliance, like, and you know, I kind of know this nice. person, so I'm going to take care of him. Yeah. Uh, they didn't say, like, that they were, like, directly, like, said to each other, like, hey, let's build an alliance, but it was more like, hey, I know this person, well, I'll take care of him, he takes care of me. They were at um, Hearts of Reality, I don't know if you've heard of that, it's like a fundraiser for, I think, kids or something, but it's a bunch of reality show people get into it, and they were both there. And Johnny Fairplay was talking to somebody else about a podcast. And um, he was telling the person that he wasn't going to be available from, like, February 2nd to the 27th or something. And as he said that, Bananas was walking by, and he was like, House of Villains? And he was like, yeah, because I guess that's when it was filming. Oh, nice. So then they, you know, then they knew they were going to both be on. But when I heard that, though, February 2nd through the 27th, what is that, like three weeks? Did they only film for three weeks? I mean, Special Forces is eight days, Michelle. Of filming? Of of being there. Wow. That's crazy to me. Because on the challenges, they do like three months. <laughs> yeah, no. It's like eight days, so... And yeah. and there's no there's no nobody wins anything at the end of special forces like there's no winner. Well, that's fucking dumb. <laughs> I would do that. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit for nothing. Well, I tell you, they anyway. they kind of spend the next day just hanging out at the house. Omarosa ends up taking um, who is it that she takes with her? She takes. Uh, Tanisha, because she just had a baby. I thought that was nice. I did too. That was a really, really sweet thing to do. And then she took Bobby Lights, which, Mm -hmm. duh. Um, I take him every time. Right? (laughs) Um, I freaking loved them hanging out by the pool. This was my favorite part of the episode. You already know this because I created a TikTok and sent it to you. Mm-hmm. 
but Jack saying that he doesn't think he's tough enough to be there. He says, I'm mentally, physically enough to be here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to make you laugh until you coughed. Um, he's so like, this is a Jacksism. This is what we call these anyway. in BPR land. These are Jacksisms. He just makes up his own stuff. It doesn't make sense. And this is what we miss about Jax Taylor. This is what anybody, yeah. any of his fans miss about him. Yeah. He says some funny stuff, even if it's not, like, legit stuff. Yeah, and he truly <coughs> is. Like, I know he's a horrible snorer, and you could see that on there. Um <laughs> Yeah. He only slept in the bedroom the first night. He went and slept on the couch because he felt so bad. He said not only sleeping in a room with two women without a door. He was like, I felt like I couldn't even leave and let them get dressed in the room. Like, it just felt uncomfortable to me. So he kind of was like, this is just not my thing. I'm going to do this. And he slept on the couch, which I thought was like kind of like a manly thing to do. And he's he's like that. He has a heart like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, I thought when they were at the spa day with Omarosa, she was seriously thinking about putting bananas up. Like, like what I'm 100%. saying, you cannot shake her hand. It's not worth anything. Yeah. Like, that's in business, maybe. I don't know. I don't know her from business, but yeah, I just think she definitely uh-huh. can't be trusted in this game. She's there to win for sure. Yeah, for sure. But I also think that shows her cards to Bobby Light and Tanisha. Like, now they see that if she's even considering throwing bananas in, that they probably, if they're smart, they're thinking, I can't trust her either. You know what I mean? I agree. But I think they're also thinking, well, she's going to be my ally. Um, I yeah, think probably. Bobby is a little bit naive in that sense. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Tanisha, though. Um, no. There's a pretty cool bookcase. Uh, Eva comes on and tells them that, you know, come into this room. And it's, it's kind of pretty much a uh, a layer of some sort for their ceremony. Hidden. It's like hidden. creepy, kind of. It is creepy. <laughs> it's like a that dungeon. It's a little creepy, I'll be honest. There's no doors on anywhere. Yeah. Like, the only thing that had doors was the bathroom. See, I didn't even catch that, and that is kind of weird. Weird. <coughs> hmm. Um, I didn't even catch that. So, Homarosa puts up Shake, Jax, and Corinne. Um, do yeah. you agree with the three that she puts up? Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess I I kind of knew she was gonna put Corinne up, or had a good feeling about it, but yeah. Um, and then Shake, he's just boring, so I was glad that, that she did that, but also, like, if you notice, there was, like, two times she had asked him in that episode a question about aligning or what he thought about something, and he kind of, like, brushed it off, like, didn't want to say or commit to stuff, like, when yeah. she, he asked, at the beginning, she asked if he wanted to align, and he was like, eh, let me think about it, that's the wrong answer. <laughs> Right. So I'm not really surprised that they put him, like, I'm not really surprised that she put him up either, based off that. Jax, 
she had said she was going to because she didn't want to sleep with a guy in her room. So <laughs> I'm not really surprised. It's hard to tell in the first episode, though. Like it is, and I think it pissed like her off that, that he was the only one that came at her, like came trying to to get her ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out when the three of them do the stronghold challenge. I'm going to bet that um, it's going to be Shake and Corinne at the bottom, too. I'm just going to lay it all on the line right there because when we're talking about a stronghold challenge, it sounds like strength. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would be my prediction, too. And I just, I don't know, also, like, seeing things from other episodes or, like, I saw a social media post, and I don't think Corinne is going anywhere, like, this soon. Really? Because I don't think Shake is going anywhere either, because he and Jax have not gotten in a fight yet. And they get Mm. in a fight to the point. Yeah, it activates Jax so bad that Shake actually tweeted stuff about Jax and that's why I said I think he sent a cease and desist to him and that's why he dropped off her live the moment she mentioned him because he tweeted that if if I wanted to get roided up and cheat on my wife Jax is who I'd be friends with Jax Taylor is who I'd be friends with oh geez and so I don't know what happened to them in that house, but they definitely get into a fight pretty bad. I did see previews for that, I think. But I also saw, too, because I was trying to look at the previews to, like, see who wasn't in there. And um, I saw a post somewhere that said that they don't, aren't actually going to do the elimination till like, the third episode. Jeez. Because if you... Yeah, because, like, if you look at the previews, like, you can see they're all in there still. So, I don't know. Uh, it could just be bullshit, but. Maybe maybe they'll I, offer I some kind Shake of savior does. thing to keep them around for a little bit so that they can yeah. have a chance to <coughs> get past Sorry. the first challenge. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, this was so fun. Thank you so much for doing yeah, this Yeah, this was me. a blast. Thanks for having me. I got to say one thing, Omarosa, I think Omarosa said this, and I thought it was the best, so I'm probably going to use it. She said, if you're not at my table, you're on the menu. Whoa. I like that. I like that, too. I think it was her that said that. I don't, I, I didn't write down who said it, but I must have liked it a lot because I did write it down. That's right, bitches. So on that note, if yeah. you're not at our table.